0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom show, Karina. I am so happy that you reached out to me. I'm so excited to have you on as a special guest today. We're in for a fun treat, ladies. Karina Holden is our special guest today. She is the owner and founder of Frump Fighters. That's going to be exciting to learn more about. Today, she's going to dive in with us and talk to us about the five keys to fixing the quote-unquote frumpy mom-feeling and love how you feel and look in your clothes hey sweet mama welcome to the rooted working mom podcast If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life. Then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the King. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. Welcome to the show, Karina. Thank you so much for having me, Cynthia. I'm looking forward to our chat. Yes, yeah, so this is going to be so fun. You have your little one with you. Yeah, you're going to hear that in the background. We're totally like hashtag working mom life, right? That's exactly how we do it. Uh, yeah,
1: he's five months old and he's just uh, just woke up from his nap, so. All right. Yeah, tell us a little more about yourself and i um, love yeah. to hear more
0: about your front fighters business.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, my name is Karina, and um, yeah, I live in Washington State. So I live very much in the like corner of the United States. I think you said you might be moving to Oregon. Is that right? Yeah, so, yeah, kind of in this corner. Um, yeah, and so it's beautiful over here. Very rainy, but we like it. And I've got four boys. Uh, the youngest is five months old. And yeah, so I run Front Fighters. It's a business that helps moms specifically with just simplifying fashion so they can really enjoy what they have to wear, whether they're just home or they're out working. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of my mission. And I love it. Oh, that's great. So what what got you into this
0: work? What inspired you to dive into this?
1: Well, I was looking for a challenge when I became a stay at home mom. And I thought, well, something that I really enjoy is shopping for clothes, but something that I get really frustrated by as well is, is what to wear and how to style it. And I was always scared, scared of trends and didn't really try anything new. So I felt that that was something I wanted to simplify in my life, especially after having kids and there's just less time to get ready in the morning, less time to go out shopping and I wanted to just systematize it, you know, and and try out trends and feel safe in them, and you know, let it boost my confidence and feel good about myself um, without it taking a lot of time and money. So, um, I started with the blog, and then as readers were asking for different solutions, like I oh, did <laughs> you hear that burp? <laughs> there you go, good job. I I just wrote um out ebooks that answered their questions and them with systems like how to actually put together outfits and what specific pieces to have in their closet and so it developed into a business from there so yeah i'm excited i am the like you know just
0: my my default is black (laughs) black gray yes i love black and gray and so i'm excited to learn more from you because you're right Mm -hmm. like it's just we have so much going on in the mornings that i don't have a lot of time to sit and think about what I'm wearing for the day. Um, And what I picked out, does it need to be steamed or pressed or ironed? (laughs) And then we're running out the door and we're making sure our kids have their lunches and their clothes and all the good things. So, well, yeah, let's dive in the five keys to fixing the frumpy mom, feeling and loving how you feel in your clothes.
1: Yes. So first thing the the first step that i like to talk about is you need to have a plan for what to have in your wardrobe sometimes it's kind of vague like what are the kinds of pieces that are really essential to have in our closets that's going to give us a lot of variety for for what to wear and so i've created a list of you know essentials for home and essentials for work you know what are the kinds of pieces you want to have um in the business setting versus at home i think sometimes We feel pretty good, like heading out to work. We feel pretty happy with how, you know, we look put together, we've done our hair makeup and that kind of thing. Sometimes when we're home, then that's when the frumpy feeling sort of sinks in like, oh, I hate the way I feel, or I all I wear is yoga pants and a big tunic top or whatever. And so sometimes having some really cute essentials that are just as comfortable as yoga pants can be really helpful. So that's the first step. And we we offer that on Front Fighters, just a free list of, of the kinds of pieces. So the kinds of things you're gonna find on there, of course, are like a good pair of, of jeans. We'll have a dark wash jean on there, a light wash jean. Um, we've got, you know, a basic neutral t-shirt. So whether that's white or a gray one or a black one, um, you know, a plaid button down, you know, it's just some basic things. Um, What I found was when I would go shopping and especially with kids, like you don't have much brain power left as you're trying to like wrangle them and keep them from disturbing other people. Like, What am I even going to buy? I tended to just get the same things over and over again, like I would just get some more t-shirts, you know, just like get as many colors as possible of t-shirts and just like leave right. And I really didn't need more t-shirts. There were other things I needed, like a, you know, a pair of sneakers that were cute and I didn't use for working out, like they were actually nice and um, didn't bomb my outfit or um, a cuter diaper bag or a jacket you know that also looked good over everything. and um, so having that list helps you to really branch out and realize those gaps in your wardrobe um, so when you shop you're actually like shopping with purpose and you're gonna use the things that you come home with so that's the first step is having a plan um, and i'm sure in the show notes you'll uh, i gave you the link that you'll be able to provide so people can check out that list and download it for themselves so we have a casual one you know for at home and we have and we call that kind of our essentials. Um, And then we have uh, one for professional setting. So you might want that for your work. And the second step is to purge your closet. So to clean out our closets. So many times we just hang on to things. And I'll just speak from my experience. I found that I held on to a lot of things just in case I needed them again in the future. Um, And it's like, I don't know how to style this or I never wear it, but it looks cute. Like, (laughs) I don't like how it looks on me, but it looks cute enough for different reasons. We just hang on to things. Um, and that really takes a lot more brain power when we're looking at our closet and trying to decide what to wear, because there's a lot of things in there that we wouldn't actually put on or feel good about. So they really shouldn't be in there. Um, so to clean out your closet, some basic things to make it simpler yeah. is to ask yourself, is this something that I would wear, you know, put on tomorrow and feel good in. And if it is a yes, then you can put it back in your closet. Like I like to take everything, just put it on my bed. Right. If you say yes i would wear this tomorrow i really like how i feel in it if it fits me right now then it can go back in your closet if it's a no then you have to think okay is it just really worn out uh okay probably garbage or recycle or some sort is it that it doesn't fit me right now but i really like it then you might want to archive it meaning put it somewhere else not in your main closet or your drawers but in a different closet or in a bin or something out of the way out of sight you know um, that way you have it for future if it's a different size or a different like maybe you're um maybe it's a maternity piece for example like you, you might need it in the future so so that's you know archiving it and then the other option is maybe it's in really good shape um but it's just not your style or you're just not going to use it again then you can donate or consign it so you know trash it archive it or donate consign for the the ones that you know that you're really not going to wear tomorrow um so that really pairs down your wardrobe and a lot of A lot of women when they do this, they feel a little bit like anxious about how few pieces are left hanging in their closet because there's really. um, A lot of times are very few pieces we actually really love or that fit us right now, but you actually have really done a service for yourself that you've really simplified the decision making process for getting dressed in the morning. And um, you've clarified what uh, you actually need to get because now when you use your list which I talked about that you know you'll be able to print out you're going to have this list you're going to shop your closet first and you're, you're going to be shopping from the pieces that are actually legitimate options. So that's a really important process. It's having that list then purging your closet and then um, shopping your closet, which actually I, that's something I'll talk about a little bit more in a a future step, but yeah. those are the first two steps there.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love when you talk about shopping with purpose. Like I don't think I've ever like thought of it that way. Are Mm -hmm. you like, I know I needed something for this event, or I know I I need some yeah. more jeans or, but it's not like, I don't necessarily think of it as like a full on purpose, like grocery store. Yes. I have a list. I have a purpose. I know what I'm going to get. And so maybe kind of carrying that over to shopping, like clothing, yeah. shop, which, which is a different way of looking at it. I love that. And again, I want to go back and, and look at your, your list there. I think that's going to be super helpful. In the second step, the purging out your closet, you mentioned um, it takes less brain power. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, anything that we can do as working moms to lighten the mental load. Yep. I'm all about trying to figure out how to manage the mental load because sometimes ah. the mental load is heavier and a bigger burden than the actual real. Thing, right so that it's yeah. going to take less brain power and you won't have too many things to look at and then also I'm thinking if there's clothes in my closet which I know there are right now that I don't fit in and I'm hoping to because I really like it every time I pass by it I'm like darn it I still don't fit in that you know like so it's almost like this negative reinforcement Um, every time I go into my closet yes. which makes me not want to go in my closet because I don't right. want to
1: yeah, exactly. It actually does play with our, our brains and discourages us or like, Oh, I wish I was that size. And, and it's really not even an option. So yeah, the other thing you were talking about was with having a purpose for each of the, you know, with shopping. The other really cool thing about having a list, which I'm going to cover a little bit more in number five, but it's basically having a job for each of the pieces in your closet. And in, in step five, I'm going to talk about how you can put outfits together. But when you have Um, a definitive list and a plan, then you know that the, you know, such and such piece that you're buying this time around is going to be used in X number of outfits. And um, it, it just sort of ties this bigger monetary value to it of it's a better investment. You know, you're going to use it for so many times um, versus just like buying something and hoping it works with everything in your closet. So that's the other amazing thing about having a list and a plan. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay. So we got step one is have a plan, use your list. Number two is purge your closet. And yeah. then number
1: three. Okay. So number three, this one is a really cool way of helping ensure that the clothes that you buy really mix and match with each other so that it's easier to put combinations together and you use your clothes more. So this is um, having a color scheme. Um, A color scheme is basically a set of colors that you are really drawn to that look good on you and that work well together. And you sort of choose this set of colors, you know, some neutral colors and then some pops of colors that work well together and that you you stick with those colors mostly when you're doing your shopping. So like when I used to shop, like I mentioned, I would try to get, you know, t-shirts in as many colors as possible just to add variety. But unfortunately, what that did was, I'd end up coming home with pieces that really didn't work with a lot of my other clothes because it was such a like bizarre color, or I just didn't have much of that color elsewhere in my wardrobe. And so I'd only be able to wear it with a couple other things. So like, if I got, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get this top. that has orange in it. Well, if I didn't have other, like a cardigan or other things that worked with orange, or even like my pants or like print skirts that worked, had any orange in it, then it just didn't work. And so I didn't end up wearing that piece very much. So a color scheme just helps you to define a little bit more. What are these sets of colors that I'm going to stick with in my wardrobe? And it just helps everything work. So like for yourself, you mentioned you really like wearing black and gray. Well, those can be your neutral colors, you know? And I think right now you're wearing like a nice olive color that can be one of your pops of color. Um, And so, you know, you choose black and gray and maybe white for, or cream for my neutrals. And then for my pops of color i'm going to have olive and i'm going to have maybe mulberry kind of like this nice berry color in the fall and winter and then in the spring and summer you think okay what are some colors that i like to wear um so maybe for you it would be like a coral or um turquoise or something like that and so then you know those colors in the fall and winter and in the spring summer should work pretty well together in a in a pattern Like if you were to get, if you can imagine getting a t-shirt that, or a dress, let's say, that has a print, a lot of times that actually helps us to find the colors that we really love and that we want to stick with in our color scheme because prints look pretty because all the colors in them work well together. So you can get clues from that print and see like, oh, okay, that, that has some coral and some turquoise in there or some teal in the same um print whether it's a scarf or a dress or whatever and so you can pull from that and draw your color scheme and plan that so ladies have a lot of fun with this sometimes some ladies have gotten really kind of like stuck on this step because they want to perfect it and like finalize like what are my final colors but it really is a work in progress so I would just encourage to um think of the obvious neutrals the obvious pops of color that you really enjoy Um, And then from there, you can adjust it. You can add colors or remove some or whatever as you go. So yeah, that's step three is is having a color scheme. I've never thought
0: about that. Like I I tend to like stick to certain colors and I keep, red is another color that, I, I'll buy like multiple yes. blouses, and I'm like, I don't think I need another red blouse. Like, <laughs> and and is it? I don't know what. Yeah, no. it's it might be just what I'm comfortable with. I don't know what it is, oh. or like another gray cardigan. Like, seriously, I I have so many gray cardigans. But yeah, having, like an intentional color scheme, and I. The idea of like maybe shifting it so you're not feeling bored with it, you know, from winter to spring to summer and kind right. of being, okay, here are the different colors that I love that I feel good in throughout those different seasons oh. of the year.
1: Yeah. And another way you could do this is also like sticking with colors that have similar sort of characteristics. So I love teaching seasonal color analysis. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's basically like what colors look good on a person. So I can see you, for example, being something that's called a deep winter, which means that you look good in colors that are common winter, which is all these jewel tones. And so if you were to stick with colors that are all jewel tones, so think of like, you know, a jade green, uh, a royal blue, a red, those colors tend to all work really well together. And so you don't really have to limit your color choices as long as they have the same characteristics. So think of the difference between a, let's see, um, Kelly green, you know, like a bright grass green versus the olive green that you're wearing now. The olive green you're wearing is more of a dusty color. It's got some gray mixed in, it's toned down, it's muted um, versus the Kelly green is like the true bright color. So someone just needs to decide, hey, do I like the bright sort of rainbow colors or the more muted colors? And so as long as you stick with the colors that you buy being in that family of characteristics, then things just mix and match better. So, you know, that and that way you don't have to necessarily limit like, you know, six specific colors. You can just have a whole family of characteristics of so colors that all work well together. So that's another way of, of doing it. But yeah, it just helps so that for example, if you work buy a skirt, you just make sure that your skirt has the colors that that are in your color scheme. And then that makes sure that then when you buy a colorful blouse or t-shirt or top of some sort it's going to work with that skirt so it just helps everything mix and match
0: okay mamas we're going to stop right there that's going to be part one of the five keys to fixing the frumpy mom feeling and loving how you feel in your clothes so many great tips there i hope that you are taking notes if you would like to work with karina more in a one-on-one um way she has many ways that you can get a hold of her. I will drop them in the show notes for you. But I think one of the easiest ways is to go to Instagram, look at at Front Writers, And that's F-R-U-M-P-F-I-G-H-T-E-R-S. And then she has lots of great freebies on her website. It's called Now That I Can Do, N-O-W-T-H-A-T-I-C-A-N-D-O.com. You can go and check that out as well as her blog there and her shop and whatnot. So please join us next week as we dive into Keys 4 and 5 and so much more. As always, God bless. Take care. See you next time. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way. I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.